Welcome back for our latest episode of the 321 Mets podcast, episode 11. Paul, how you doing? Good. The lockout's over, spring training's almost over, and opening day is almost here. All right, so our first official podcast with the new season on the horizon, no longer in the lockout. Yep. Are you excited? Yes, of course. All right, Paul, so why don't you start us off? What are three takeaways from spring training so far? One has been how good Eduardo Escobar has performed. He was probably the most low-key acquisition the Mets made, or one of the major ones. The most low-key out of the major acquisitions the Mets made. He's been hitting the ball hard. He has three homers. He hasn't been striking out at all. He's shown a strong arm at third. OPS over 1,100. He's looked really good. All right, so where do we get him from, and what position does he play? We got him from Milwaukee. Well, he was in Arizona, and then got traded to Milwaukee, and he plays pretty much the whole infield. All right, great. What else you got? The, the lefties that the Mets have picked up, they didn't go for big fish like Andrew Chafin or Brooks Raley. They went for more low-key guys and Alex Claudio and Chase and Shreve. Neither of them have given up a run in spring training yet. Shreve hasn't given up a hit in his four innings, and Claudio has not walked a batter in his five innings. All right, so our bullpen is looking good. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see which lefties make the roster after the acquisition today of Jolly Rodriguez from the Yankees. Oh, a Yankee, really, on the Mets? I like him, though. I like him. I think he could do really well. He was good against lefties last year, and that's what we need in a division with Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, Matt Olson, Kyle Schwarber. All right, great. All right, what's your last takeaway from the spring training so far? Probably the biggest standout of spring training has been Francisco Lindor, obviously coming in with a magnifying glass on him at all times as he kind of underperformed last year. was good for the last few months, but his start was atrocious. He's looked great this spring, as well as Escobar. He has an OPS over 1,100. He's hitting the ball hard almost every time up been playing a lead defense like he's supposed to and he has four homers so you think we're finally seeing the Lindor that we traded for and I signed so I think so I think he could have a big year all right okay as we know there's always questions though not everything is perfect so what are your two questions after spring training yeah I mean the last you know, 48 hours have been crazy obviously the news of Jacob deGrom being out for around eight weeks how is the Mets rotation going to hold up without Jacob deGrom obviously if Max Scherzer's hamstring tweak is a major we still have a bona fide ace. Chris Bassett is a good two. He was an all-star last year. Carlos Carrasco, Taiwan Walker need to bounce back from at least one of those two. And I think if Tyler McGill can uh, work past like 80 innings when he fell off last year, I think he could be really good. Do you think Jacob's going to be back by, I don't know, May or June? I think late May, early June is probably when he's going to be back. I don't think because it's a bone injury, not nothing with a, with a muscle. So I don't think the bone is just going to heal and he'll be back. All right, that's hopeful. All right, what's your second question? So all day yesterday, Dom Smith was in trade rumors. The Mets were deep into talks with the Padres on a deal that would send Chris Paddock, Eric Hosmer, and Emilio Pagan to New York for Dom Smith. And Dom made it clear to the organization, apparently, that he wants to start. He doesn't want to be a platoon bat. So what's going to happen there? Are they going to make a starting pitching trade because of the DeGrom injury? Are they going to hold on to him? He'd probably split time with Davis and Cano at DH if we do keep him. So it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to that if it happens. What's your prediction? Do you think we're going to hold on to him or do you think we're going to trade him away? I think he might be on the move because he made the, he wanted to, he wants to start. He really does. Um, and I think the Mets need one more arm to shore up the rotation. All right, fair enough. All right. So, you know, we always like to end each episode with a bold prediction. Uh, we got to go back and listen to see how many of those actually ever came true. But um, <laughs> what is your bold prediction right now as we prepare to kick off the 2022 season? 
Well, I got the last one right, that we'd play a full 162 games this season. You did, all right. And my prediction now is that if his injury is not major, if he pitches opening day or, you know, one of the first series, Max Scherzer will win the NL Cy Young. All right, that is a great prediction, Max Scherzer, Cy Young. Or maybe if Jacob comes back early enough, maybe he can win the Cy Young. I don't think he'll have enough starts to probably have to pitch better than he did last year, which I'm not sure if that's possible. All right. Okay. So I have a question for you. Do you have a prediction about how many games you think the Mets might win this season? Well, with the fully healthy roster, I, I had them at around maybe 93 to 95 wins. Now that DeGrom went down, assuming Scherzer's healthy, maybe they trade for another starting pitcher. I'd probably still have them around like 88 wins. I still think they're going to make the playoffs in one of the wild card spots. I do think the Braves will win the division just because they've owned the division for the last four seasons. All right, so let's go. You ready for opening day? Yes, let's go Mets.